0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Prepared Mindset Podcast. Got another episode for you guys this week, and I'm actually joined by both Josh and Trevor as we sit down this week uh, and get into something that's probably a little bit different from what you guys are used to. Uh, would you guys agree this is probably different from what we normally talk about here?
1: Yes, sir.
2: Yeah, it's a little bit of a, a change of pace, for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, a little, little departure from what's going on. I am mean, a little bit heavier than normal. Hopefully not, but I mean we'll see. We'll we'll see where it takes us. Um but something that uh you know, we've all kind of been involved in recent recent events and recent discussions and things. I think we all agree it's a a good topic to like discuss and get information to to put out there or at least good vibes to send out, right? You know. So uh we're gonna get into just you know, we'll just we'll we'll just put it out there now, you know. Uh, something that I think that is sorely lacking in the world, definitely, but I think in the community as well is like a certain level of acceptable morality, character, um, decency, I think it maybe is a good word for it, you know? Um, so we're going to get into all that, uh, and, and kind of share our thoughts around some things may not be the discussion. Like I said, you guys are used to hearing from us, but uh like I said something that you know we want to talk about so we're going to do it man. Um before we jump into all of that though, uh the prepared mindset is a sponsored podcast and as such, of course, have to say thank you to our presenting partners that make this possible and make our continued efforts here possible. So thank you to Midwest Gunworks. You guys if you're looking for those final couple parts to finish the build you're working on. If you're looking to upgrade, I know a lot of people picked up their first pistol, their first rifle uh, a couple years ago when things were getting kind of weird, we were all staying at home, right? And you just wanted to have a gun cuz you weren't sure maybe it's now it's you know time to upgrade those parts, it's time to buy something better. Head on over to MidwestGunWorks.com. You can use discount code PREPAREDMINDSET to save 5% off your order. Whether that's something like a uh, upper receiver or a bolt carrier group that you need to replace or a full firearm, they have all sorts of options, you guys. Great business. Been around since 97. They're not going anywhere. If they say it's in stock, you're going to have it, not like some of those other places out on the internet. Again, MidwestGunWorks.com, discount code PREPAREDMINDSET will save you 5% off. Thank you as well to our good friends over at 100 Concepts. Guys, 100 Concepts is awesome. They're releasing some super, super cool products. Uh, You've probably seen their scope caps and their light caps that have been on basically everybody's guns, it seems like, right? And now they have their hex caps out, which function as a kill flash on your red dot sights uh, for your you know, hashtag Wrecky Rifle, right? So whether it's an RMR or a T2, and they got all kinds of new versions coming out and stuff, you guys can head on over to 100concepts.com. Check those out and support what Jonah, Garrett, and Pierce are all doing over there. Guys, 100 Concepts. Do good, be dangerous, live free. Thank you as well to our friends at LARP Labs. Guys, painting your rifle is an essential part of your camouflage and reducing your overall signature. That's where LARP Labs comes in to help ensure that your optic, your light, your laser can be appropriately covered, appropriately camouflaged, maybe without painting your rifle. I know that voids some warranties and we get real weird about that because we spend, I mean, let's, let's be real. We spend a ton of money on those things. LARP Labs offers computer cut vinyl wraps. This is 3M ultra durable outdoor vinyl, right? Stuff they use on competitive rock crawlers. It's rated to last up to three years outdoors, right? for your handheld lights, your weapon lights, your PVS-14, you guys head over to larplabs.com, see what John and team have going on. You can even use discount code PREPAREDMINDSET for 10% off your order. They're always adding new patterns. They're always adding new camo patterns and colors and things. Head on over, check out what they got going on. Last, but certainly not least, I need to say thank you to Active Carry. Guys, medical's huge. It's honestly probably one of the most important things you can carry with you and be well-versed in, especially if there's somebody in your family, in your life that you're trying to get into this space uh, that is not pro-firearm. Pro-medical is in everybody's best interest. Head on over to ActiveCarryTech.com and use code PMP10 to save 10% off your order when you pick up your IFAC, your individual first aid kit. When you pick up a group kit like their Gamma, they have a bunch of options out there on the website. Head over there, actuarytech.com. Check them out. See what they got going on. They have custom kits built out for some of their partners that they work with in the industry, and they stock now a ton of American-made products, components, whatever you guys need, go pick up some supplies. Don't be caught off guard when tragedy strikes activecarrytech.com again discount code pmp10 for 10% off. Okay. So, huge thank you to our supporters. Can't do what we do here without all of their help. Now, getting into getting into things this week. So, like I was saying, you know, I think when we talk about morality, I think it's a big it should be, right? A big part of what we're doing. And when I say what we're doing in terms of we try to be prepared, we try to be educated, we try to be well-trained and well-informed, right, to ultimately protect our families, protect our communities, make where we live a better place, right? That's, I think, at the spirit of what we're, we're having the discussion around with all of these different things, right, that's where we come back to. Do you guys agree?
2: Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah.
0: I think we kind of start to lose that when we get, when we get deep in the weeds. Right. Um, and what I mean, um, is we start to get some people in this community, um, that aside from just being, um, generally poor humans to each other, right. Like the shit posting on the internet and giving each other a bunch of grief instead of being, you know, like constructive, helpful, building people, tearing them down instead of building people up. Yeah, you try to you want to try and guide those people to you know, to the right answers to, to what's going to help them, mm-hmm. or 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 we should right that should be ultimately what we're we're moving towards within reason. I mean, it's still the internet. Well, I mean, I, there's always going to be jokes, sure, but when we take it to a point of you know capturing somebody's post or capturing someone's comment and reposting it and driving eyes to them for the pure like purpose of just like giving them shit, right. Not, not in the best interest of the community, right? As we additionally are also already, we're already, we have a hard enough time, right? Lawmakers want to take away guns, right? The general public that watches mainstream media, they want to take away guns. We need to do more to make that a more positive interaction, right? For people who may not know, people who are just stepping in. And that's, that's the, that's, you know, like the tip of the iceberg. You know what I mean?
2: No, I, I agree. I mean, but in full transparency, I'm also someone who has made several memes out of family photos of
0: you and passed them around at events. So, well, I mean, fine. But what I'm saying is, are we acting in only our own best interests? So you're talking about self awareness. I'm talking about your own self awareness as it relates to. Or rather, do you mean accountability? I don't know if it's accountability. I think,
2: well, maybe it is. Well, okay, so for example, a couple weeks ago, there was a kind of a sad incident. We went shooting outside, and somebody missed the steel target with all four rounds. (laughs) And instead of burning that individual down on the Instagram and posting that video, you were good (laughs) enough to put... Josh, do you do you recall?
1: How you lighting me up right now?
2: <laughs> but I, I mean, that's you know, Austin <laughs> the cold had the start opp- was ice cold. But, I'll just say that. But what I'm saying is, Austin had the opportunity to kind of, I don't want to say th- maybe throw some shade, but definitely light you up a little bit, razz you a bit. Oh, and instead sure. of doing that, he posted the good footage. Well, right? is that I mean, you know, is that kind of the the context which you're?
0: you're that's the start of it, yeah. right? You know, fine, like having some, I guess, degree of. <clears throat> Compassion for people having a bad day. Compassion, um, but th- like I said, that to me, that's the kind of stuff we see, right? But it's the, it's the tip of the iceberg because once once we get past that, and you start meeting people in the community, and you start having these interactions in the community, you start to find out that a lot of these people you might idolize or look up to or look to for for information are not they're not good people. Um, I think we have that misconception. We want to believe that these people that we look to for inspiration and for guidance and info are also the same good natured and warm hearted people that we imagine them to be, you know, it's kind of like that old saying like, Hey, Hey kid, never meet your heroes.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, um, and I've had, we've had those experiences. Um, dealing with people in the community specifically. Um, And while, you know, I mean, I get, we deal a lot right now with like racism and I don't really know what the term is. I mean, uh, anti-Semitism, right? People don't like Jewish people for whatever reason and stuff like that. And um, we're all Christian, right? And, you know, I I know the Catholics come under fire for a lot of different things all the time, just the mention of it, right? Mm -hmm. Not to get into that, but you meet these people, you talk to them. Yes, they're very well-versed in shooting. They're well-versed in tradecraft, fieldcraft, bushcraft, whatever the crafts are, right? Um, But then you find out they're actually piece-of-shit humans. They're racists. Um, And and I guess the part that bothers me is that they hide behind and justify their action um, and behavior through their faith, which I think is... I, I just, it's disingenuous, you know, to say, well, um, I'm Catholic or I'm Christian and God fearing. So, um, through that, through that, I have justification to, to be a racist.
2: I think um, that's kind of missing the whole point of organized religion. If you're, if you're acting like that, right. I mean,
0: at least in my interpretation, well, that, that was the way that we were raised. Um, certainly had black people that went to the church, you know I mean? Sure. Um, it's, 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 it's very shocking when you like come across those kinds of people, you know, um, because you want to imagine like, and Josh, you were in the military. I, there's, there's like a certain like, code of conduct and level of like decency that is, um, like expected, right. Um, of service members. And then, uh, to some degree it's enforced, Right you now, that whole conduct on becoming thing—that that's a thing, right? The what conduct on is that? What is that? Is that a newer? Well, you can get like drilled out of the the military for inappropriate behavior. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: depending depending on the, all the variables and whatever, they might move you units, push you somewhere else, separate you from like the sexual harassment is the one of the most common ones. Yeah. for sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Um, where where I wish I would have seen guys getting kicked out for some of the heinous shit that would happen they at most usually would just get moved to another unit on the base.
0: Yeah. You wow. Know? Well, I mean, um, those guys have, uh, it's, it's, it's almost like you see today with, with labor unions and I mean, and I'm pro union, like we came from a union household that paid for us to live as children and stuff. Um, but like, say, it's hard. Dad could be listening to this. So. Yeah. I mean, it, it's hard for those people to lose their jobs mm-hmm. right? because the union protects them. I, so it sounds like the military kind of, unless it's something very egregious. Yeah has a a similar approach. Um, So, and you want to believe these people are all good natured and, Oh, well, Hey, they were a Marine. They, they volunteered for service. They laid down their life to protect our country and everything. But then you find out some of these people like, and and it's not saying Marine specifically, like it could be any branch of the military, but the point is like, you can find these people to be rather abhorrent individuals. And I remember the interactions I've had with people where, like I'll, I mean, i will just fucking say it. Like, complete racism, you know? Like, and not to the point like a comment or two or a meme that is like slightly suggestively racist, but like just straight out throwing it out there in the open and then being justified in that action, um, and literally making comments like, if someone says, "Hey, you can't say that," you're you're being racist, which. I hate the woke stuff as much as anybody else, but I think that that crosses a line between like woke and human decency, would you guys agree?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like <clears throat> that's just one of those things, you know, there's funny and then there's just, there's not. Yeah. Um, and the, the prescribed response is yeah. So like, it's just okay to be a racist because in, you know, Oh my, because of my Christian faith and you know, uh whatever, this is this is where I'm justified in this because somewhere in the Bible it says something about something.
2: I wasn't aware that it was actually, that I, I could just cite my faith as a, a reason to be a, a a scummy individual to people and just throw racist comments around. Oh no, hey, hold on. Let it's me pull okay. out my crucifix real quick and that will absolve me of any wrongdoing. Uno memento.
0: Well, and that it doesn't, you know. Well, like, yeah, we know that. Yeah, but, it shouldn't. Know. And I think people can, I think you kind of miss the bus if you think that that's, you know what religion's about like we fought the holy wars you know that's already been there done that like i don't i don't understand and people like there's some people with some decent followings out there they flock to it
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know like oh dude yeah my brother in christ like which is funny like i actually i, I laugh or giggle whatever mm-hmm. when people throw that one out there because usually it's it's, it's to tell danger. somebody they're doing something awful yeah. like yeah yeah yeah, yeah my, my brother in christ go touch some grass you know mm-hmm. like whatever. Uh, but these people actually, they take it to a point where it it doesn't need to go. And you start to ask questions. I mean, in this particular instance for me, like you almost have to sit there and I had the internal discussion. Um, I was hanging out with you, Trevor, I was at your house when this was all going on. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, do I just go with the flow? Do I just continue on in this, this, this what
2: was I there for this?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, it all happened electronically. So you weren't, Part of the discussion. Oh, okay. but so it was happening. It was a wasn't discussion aware. that his brain blocked yeah, out. <laughs> he was
2: supposed to be hanging out with me, and he was hanging out with people yeah. on the internet. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like. <laughs> um, so, and I had the thought to myself, and maybe this is something you guys have dealt with as well. That's it gets more and more difficult today because the <clears throat> the crowd mentality kind of rules all. Mm-hmm. You know, we safety in numbers. That's like an animalistic thing. But you well, know, I, I think... had the thought to myself: Do I do I let this go? Like, do I want to continue to hang with these kinds of people to associate with these kinds of people because of the opportunities they afford me in networking or information or whatever have you? Or do you do what is perceivably the more difficult thing?
2: Right. And, and I, I think to that, you know, it just bottlenecking it to like this community is a little bit of a short sell there because it's not so much the, uh, this community problem. I think it's become a societal problem. I know it's you you see the memes right on the internet where it's like, hey, some of you guys have never been slapped in the mouth for saying some stupid shit, yeah, and it bring shows, bullying. <laughs> and it's, and that's really, that's where, I mean, the keyboard warriors or whatever you want to, keyboard yeah, ninjas, key, keyboard commandos, know, people people become very brazen behind the yeah. guise of that, that internet anonymity, mm-hmm. um, and they think that, oh, okay, well, I'm not saying it to someone's face, so it's somehow perceived as being less serious or it's it's not as wrong because I'm just I'm just putting it on the internet and it's it's just the internet it doesn't matter or you know just people kind of lost some of that human factor during COVID and I I don't like going back to the the pandemic as being you know the do-all end-all reason for a lot of the the degradation of the humanity that people have these days but I really feel like that lack of contact for that what three to six months that really kind of devolved a lot of the social skills that people had.
1: Well,
0: it was that lack of contact and then the continued lack of contact driven by like remote working and remote schooling and stuff. And then just the further dividing. That's yeah. I mean, we were for years. I, yeah, mean, I would say we were down that road before COVID COVID just yeah. hit the it. gas pedal, yep. you know? Um, and it, it's difficult, right? How do you look at a group of people that you want to, interact with, right? You want to be in part of, and that's why I say this community, because it it gives it a, you can focus it, right? It gives Mm -hmm. it a scope to the discussion, but you want to associate with these people because again, of the opportunities it affords you or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's difficult, right? To say, Hey, um, this isn't for me, this isn't acceptable. This isn't, we, you can't do this, Mm -hmm. you know, and take that, that stand personally, and remove yourself from that situation, you know, and I don't want to say suffer the consequences, but you kind of do, right? Suffer the consequences of what may come, the things that may be said, um, the repercussions that you, you might be, you know, disinvited from events or whatever, things like that. Um, but it's the right things to do, right? Uh, I would say it's the moral thing to do is to acknowledge that that inappropriate behavior, and call it for what it is, right? Hey, you can't we're, we're not doing this. Like this isn't um this isn't necessary for any level of anything. You know, um some guys will say, "Oh, well this is a uh this is a gauge of how serious you can be and the things that you can tolerate because what we're quote training for or preparing for is nasty business and you need to be able to deal with nasty things." Right? Like do I understand what they're getting at? Sort of like that's so vague. It, yeah, it really, it, it doesn't, I don't think it translates well. I see what they're getting at, but I don't think that's a good litmus test for your effectiveness in a combat situation or your personal capability. And I remember when I first, like when I first encountered this and first dealt with it, I reached out to other guys that were in the military because I never served. Right. So I remember, I think I talked to you about it, Josh. Mm hmm. I reached out to, uh, friends that were in the special, uh, operations community, whether, you know, Rangers and such and, and, and green berets and things. And, uh, just, Hey man, um, this is what I ran into. Is it, is it just me and be honest with me? Like, do you give it to me straight if I'm just being a pussy about this? Cause I, I think it's good to check yourself every now and again, make sure that you're, I don't want to say moral compass, but maybe it's your moral compass and your expectations of people are aligned. I think it's really easy today, right, to get soft, and maybe you just got to get checked. Um, nope. Uh, they, everybody pretty much uh, unanimously unanimously agreed um, that's not that's not a military thing. That's not a way to behave. Um, and <clears throat> one, you know, in one instance, somebody who had left a established presence online had had left that group um, who still gets asked if he's part of that group all the time, just told me, he's like, look, I've been gone from them for eight, almost nine months now. Um, and I still get the question weekly, Hey, are you still associated and working with them? So you see how far that kind of stuff carries and how
1: long it stays with you. Right. The military is the best example of that. And you so calm inside of that, such a much more tight knit group of people. But if you're that close minded to where you think, Everybody in your group needs to be on exactly the same page as you, Mm -hmm. morally, your beliefs, whatever. Like, you get people from everywhere in the military. And SOCOM, like, you'll have guys, you'll make it through selection, but you've got guys from every ethnicity, walk of life, religion, sexuality, like, orientation. Yeah, And it doesn't matter. You don't see it as long as you're on the same page of getting the mission done. It, or whatever. It, I mean,
0: it, it shouldn't matter. No.
1: You know? And I get it. We want to build these tight-knit
0: circles. Like, that's, I think, I mean, that's kind of, that's how we, like, we we all got together through one of those, like, Josh Lowry posts. Yeah. You know? But everybody talks about, I want to find my group. Like, and, yeah, big group is cool, but, like, if you're really talking about building a, a network and building your your inner circle of, like, five, six guys, whatever, like, and you want people with strong morality, strong moral values, and good character. I would say that racism is kind of like the red flag at the top <laughs> of the list. Like, hey, I don't want to bring
1: this around my kids. I don't want to bring this around yeah. my my wife, my home. It's a nice early indicator to back out if you if it happens early on. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. cool, not yeah, for a me. Definitely red,
2: definitely
0: red flag. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. It, it's it, you don't need to. That's one of the things that bothers me to
0: say about like the school systems and stuff mm-hmm. in public schools is like you don't need to. You don't need to teach. At an early age, anyways, you don't need to teach. This is what racism is. Yeah. I think from a context of teaching history, you absolutely have to teach it. Yeah. But I don't think you need to under- explain to children at four and five years old this is what racism is. Kids will figure it out for themselves. Like I remember being a kid in yeah. kindergarten, in first grade, in second grade. You had kid, Asian kids and black kids and white kids, and you know, and it's like, okay, like well, either we enjoy playing together or we don't. He's nice to me or she's not, whatever. Like kids don't care about any of that stuff. There's like that purity there.
2: Well, racism isn't a inherent ideology. It's a taught ideology.
0: Right. Right. And, you know, so I think we're talking about having moral values. That's like, obviously a like huge red flag, but you should be looking for things, especially because, you know, this whole building your own group thing is such a big topic and guys really we'll talk about struggling to find Mm -hmm. the group. Hey, I found this group of guys. It didn't work out because they're not as serious about training or, Hey, these guys are huge assholes and not a good fit for me, which I've had those. I've had both of those experiences. I have had people come to me that are not exactly as local as we would like here in Michigan even and go, Hey, I connected with some guys just so you know, and avoid dude, ABC, whatever. Yeah. Um, you want people with, like I said, strong moral values. Like, do they, you know, and this is my opinion, like they believe in the nuclear family. I mean, it, does that mean they have to like, no, I mean, if you're gay, like cool, man, whatever. But I mean, What's if, your life, huh? if, yeah, if you want to, if you want to frame it up, you know, I would say the nuclear family model or the two parent model at the very, would be mm-hmm. at minimum, you know, um, are they there to try and be a supportive member of your community to make you better? Right. You know, um, and to also hold the values to themselves, like m- maybe they're single, maybe they have a family and kids, right? But are they, they're trying to make everything better or are they only there for themselves to stroke their ego, um, shoot some trash? You know, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but you need to find those kinds of people. And, and generally there is, they're followed closely by the other good things we look for. Yeah. Right like, a strong work ethic, which is something we don't see much at all, I think, mm-hmm. uh, in Almost today's Almost never youth.
2: in my line of work, actually.
0: We, so, okay, so you, like, we don't want to get too much of your information away, but you manage people. Like, you, I do. you have a About team. I do.
2: a thousand people underneath me, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, as somebody who's currently dealing with those kinds of struggles of, like, bringing, and we're kind of outside the scope here, but I mean, like, maybe not. Respect,
2: recognition like, of authority, um mutual respect for your team members, acknowledgement of different backgrounds, a lot of that stuff is things that I have to come out and verbally tell people, <clears throat> hey, this is this is what we this is what we expect of you, being a dirtball not so much tolerated. And and a lot of times they like to hide behind the that oh, well, I didn't know. You well, didn't know. I don't you didn't know that-, know that what you were saying was potentially offensive to this this ethnic group or this this cultural group, like you know, you're gonna call somebody a WAP and you don't think that's offensive <laughs> at, at all. Like, you know, I mean, depending I on the relationship you have oh, with that person, God. that might be that might be acceptable. Are you, however, are you making
0: this up or did you have to have that conversation? No,
2: I've actually had this conversation with someone. Oh, good lord! Um, you know, you can't.
1: You have to get laser engraved wop on your lower receiver now.
2: I, but I'm Mexican.
1: Okay. yeah no i can't do
0: that <laughs> you know
2: but i mean if you're cool with somebody like they might take it in jest but you don't know who's listening and the, yeah. and the perceptions that they're going to just you know ju- they're, they're going to jump to this this already preconceived idea that wow this person is is racist or this person is at the very least they're prejudiced to- towards this you know that well, you it, don't contact is important
0: it fractures the team then too like then you're not going to want to work with that person you certainly don't trust them
2: to to a point if you if you're a a group that's been together for a long time and you guys already know that oh hey you know if i if i call austin a a, a, well whatever expletive i want to he's gonna be like oh well it's my brother at the end of the day he's he's just joking probably
0: but but that that goes full circle that comes back to you need to to build your team your group whatever like you need to build trust knowing that that was a joke and that you're not an immoral person or a, sh- it's just a total shit bag. That's right. Yeah. You know? Um, and like I said, it comes with other, you know, like we're talking work ethic, you know, there are people I am, there are people out there that have, I always, I go back and I think of, you guys ever watch <laughs> or, or listen to like Rome is burning. It's Jim Rome. It's like a mm-hmm. sports podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Softball guy. Yeah, that's where I was going with this. There's mm-hmm. there's a rant from like probably fifteen years ago that he did. because um, Jim Rome's been around forever, but it's his softball guy rant, and it's this guy, it's he's talking about this fictional person who isn't like a rec league softball team, right? Right. And oh, you know, he he spent five hundred dollars on a bat for his softball team, but his family's at home eating easy mac bowls that you microwave, mm-hmm. you know, or he believes that he really could be or would have been a professional ball player. If, if his if his high school coach didn't didn't hate him, Uncle Rico, you know, like yes. it's it, it's like this it's this separation from reality and like the lack of accountability and acknowledgement of your own faults. Like, hey, you may not just be that good. Hey, um, you know, there's just certain choices that you make. Like, do I want to afford a luxury for my family? Maybe not a big luxury, like a vacation, mm-hmm. right? Like. Do I want to take my wife and child, or you know, or maybe just my wife? or maybe, hey, maybe just myself and my dog, right, on a trip and do something good? Or is it more important that I buy another piece of tactical gear? Right? That second one. We'd all <laughs> like to think so, you know. Getting <laughs> I mean, your
1: gear while you're single.
2: A suppressor yeah. is more important to your survivability.
0: What's that guy that always teaches survivability? Oh, the guy from Detroit Urban Survival Training. Right. Shut Dust. up. Nope.
2: Yeah, you have to increase your survivability. We is should have on, him vac- on
1: the potties local. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Is is, is not. going on vacation <laughs> going to
2: increase your survivability or is this no? But it trinks- But, but dog, here's
0: bro? here's what I will say for that though, because guys will guys will make that point being an asshole. Like, oh, vacation doesn't help you. Um, it does because yeah. it's a pretty. Well, it depends on how you. It's a difficult existence yeah. going through life completely alone. Yeah. And if you're married and your spouse completely hates you because. Hey, we could have gone on that cruise, but instead you bought, you know, $13,000 night vision. Yeah.
2: And taking us to our next topic, how are things at home, Austin? Things are
1: great. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I would say a real vacation yeah, is like beneficial. It. We have a guy at work right now who's uh, on vacation and, and we're getting emails from him daily about this, about that. Oof. Hey, you call and text and like, bro, yeah. be on vacation. Be on vacation. Take like, that time. Unplug and separate. It's just healthy. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's just Turn helpful. it off.
0: But when you do that for an extended period of time, right? Like you're with your girlfriend, your wife, and for 10 years it's, hey, we went away for one night or something, but then, hey, we saved up this money together or something to go on this trip. And you decided that you were going to raid the savings account on your own to buy night vision, to buy a a new optic, to buy a new rifle, to go take a training class. And And not just once, but enough that it's a consistent pattern where they're clearly the number two, the number three thing in your life. That to me, that shows... Pretty weak, like pretty weak character and control, you know? as well as fiscal responsibility. Jesus. Well, I mean, yeah. There's obviously there's obviously. Well, no. You know, we can't even bring that in discussion because I think everybody listening to this has a fiscal problem with the amount of money we spend on gear. <laughs> and not me. I'm not. I'm not here to try and to try and hate on that.
2: I definitely didn't drop 130 dollars today on a bottle of whiskey that I probably needed. That's fine.
0: It's fine because you you you. Well, a you're single, <laughs> but b because. And that. You know, the charge twelve can,
1: people, so you get as much whiskey as you want. You, you sure. didn't just go
0: spend part of the mortgage payment to go buy something frivolous. You know, no, and mortgage there are, isn't
2: due for like another ten days. You
0: know what I'm getting at, though? No, like, no, I've never
2: sacrificed my responsibilities in the name of
0: my hobbies, right? And there's, but there's guys in this community that will literally. I'm, I've heard of dudes like, hey, I have a, a one-year-old, right, and a wife who doesn't work, right? Yeah. So one-income household. I am foregoing medical insurance to pay for the things i want to have
2: like an alcance specter
0: sure if that's absolutely. how you want to gets down i'm not your real dad i won't tell you how to what to do or how to spend your money but does that make i mean does that make sense to either of you like absolutely not
2: especially in- with we just came out of a global pandemic do you understand how aft in the head that ideology sounds right now and I know well, you just look at the newborn, levels like I'm yelling. I am in fact raising my voice because that yeah. really bugs me.
1: So, like, stimulus checks got us lacking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, but
0: but those those guys exist, and you're gonna, and, and and they will in turn turn around and talk to talk about morality. Yeah. You're gonna tell me or, or character because those people are what some doctors would refer to as an asshole. Some doctors. Some doctors. Yeah. Not all. And I just, I wonder, you know, I wonder if people really understand, you know, those people that you, like, the people you support in the community, you, you reshare their stuff on social media, you pay them money every month for their fucking Patreon, right?
2: Yeah.
0: And whether your following is 10, 15,000 or 110, 115,000, I I mean, that's, I guess that's probably one of the downsides to being connected to the industry being in the know is you hear some absolutely heinous shit about some pretty prominent names that you would probably assume are pretty decent dudes because they have a brand, you know, or make a lot of money, produce a lot of content. They do a lot of positives in the
1: community. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: And you don't necessarily publicize or hear about the negatives. I think it's easy to have them. At least for me, I had the misconception, like we're in the same, like we have the same ideas and whatnot on Mm -hmm. this community and what we believe in. So like you kind of fall into the trap of thinking everybody in the community is on the same page as you morally and, I mean, a celebrity is a celebrity in the end to me. Like people get all surprised and riled up about how this famous person said this or is a piece of shit. I'm like, shocker. Now I'm just not surprised by anything really.
0: Yeah. And it's, it takes all kinds. I get it. You're not always going to have everybody be grade a citizen. I get it. It, It's not realistic to expect that. Um, But to have some kind of some level of expectation that people you want to hang with, like we all have those friends. The, at one point in our life, we're good friends, mm-hmm, right? And are no longer. We outgrow them, and it's usually life changes. Yeah, I mean, things change. Your position change. Your your opinions change. But eventually, and I, I can say in my own personal experiences, like and Trevor, you you as well probably, um, probably even some of the same people, like you start to uh, drift apart in life, and expectations become different. You know, like I just don't like associating with people that would opt. Literally they would so it would opt against something like, Hey, um, I'm not gonna pay my mortgage because I wanna have this money to do drugs or go do frivolous things, go out to the bar, go to the club, take trips, things like that. And then like those those decisions have downstream consequences. What kind know? of drugs? I I wouldn't have any clue the expensive kind i don't know whatever Pass judgment without knowing all the details <laughs> whatever a mortgage payments worth of drugs is i don't know so use well, yeah, your imagination that's, that's
2: the question mark i don't i don't know i don't do drugs so i mean a thousand dollars goes a lot further with weed than it does with coke
0: well i wouldn't know smoky mcpot thank you for enlightening us on the street <laughs> value of drugs <laughs> But, I mean, but would you want to hang out with somebody like that where you can see it down the line? Hey, if they continue to do this, they're not going to have a home. And what are they going to do? They're going to go to the people they hang with and ask them to live with them, crash on their couch, hit them up for money.
2: I've had that happen. I've had somebody ask if I would take them in as a roommate. And so the, so why didn't you? Because I know you live alone. I do live alone. Um, I'm a... Creature so, of habit, I guess. I say, was, is was it
0: just like a conflict, a conflict of of personality types, or was it something? It's something... kind
2: of all encompassing. Um, I'm very specific with how I like to live. Um, you know, you and I lived together for a year. Would you call that a little slice of heaven or a little slice of that other place?
0: I mean, it could I mean, it could have been a lot worse. It it, no, it, it could
2: have been this this particular individual. I mean, I'm very clean in a general sense as. You know, like the dishes get done every night, um, stuff okay. gets put away when you're done using it.
0: Everything has a certain place. So there's a certain level of like attention to detail. There's a certain kind of just particular character that you look for. Like when
2: I when I break down my handgun or my rifle for cleaning, mm-hmm. I don't get halfway into it and then just walk away. Yeah, like I that's that that would be kind of like the analogy. And this person definitely, you know, they would. I've seen multiple projects where they just they got halfway into it and they're like, "Oh well, I should finish this, but better not," and I'll just walk away and that's sleep in this. And- yeah, you know i I don't, you know, and I wanted the other part of it is, if I'm being completely transparent. Um, I feel like he would be what some people might refer to as a cooler. You know, so if you're on, you know, you're on a heater with this chick and like you're certain that something good is going to happen, and then they walk in the room and you're like instantly like you'd be lucky to be a cuddle buddy at that point. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I'm just yeah. I mean, I, really though, like that was I don't I didn't think that their particular presence and way of living would jive with my way of living. And that mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, like I didn't want that to impact the friendship. Right. Which ended up fizzling, you know, several years later. Anyways, but I was at a point in my life where it's like financially speaking I didn't need a roommate. And I wanted to live on my own because you had only just moved out,
0: right? Um, right. You
2: know, and I, I was looking forward very much to like that stereotypical bachelor life. You know, you come home at 530, 5.35, thirty, five thirty-five. You're in your underwear on the couch. Sports Center is on, and pizza's on the way. Like that's that was something I was looking forward to experiencing at that particular juncture. So, was the
0: financial piece of concern though?
2: It would have been nice like- to have the extra money but at the same point it was like what is my sanity worth to me and well, i wanted I mean, to experience life on my like truly did you on have, my own
0: but did you have concerns over them covering their portion of the bills oh, uh, oh, the abuse um, of yeah yeah i 100% things.
2: had had a, a very low level of trust in their ability to live up to that financial commitment you know okay. i i i knew i would have to be chasing them every 28th 29th 30th of the month like hey hey you know rent's coming you know, when you and I lived together, it was just like, you know, we worked for the same company basically. I knew when payday was. It was like, hey man, just drop the money in my account every yep. payday and and that was it. It's a little bit harder to enforce when it's somebody that you're not blood related to, didn't share the freaking womb with. Mm-hmm. Um it, it's a lot harder to be like, Hey man, you got that you got that two hundred and fifty buck? Like, what's up?
0: Which is a relatively low amount of money. And that's we see that a lot too with trying to build like I mean it's not financial, but trying to build like your training group and you're like, Hey, we're all gonna work on I don't know. Drawing from a holster. Yeah. And you know, so next time we go out like oh, we're going to hit this hard, right? And then we get out there and somebody's like flagging themselves reholstering and or having issues or like yeah. you know, and it's fine if we if somebody is progressing slower than someone else, but like what didn't you know, you didn't do what you said you were going to do is the problem. Right. Um and to me, you know, the work ethic thing is huge in today's society. Um and I'm actually kind of interested Josh on – what your opinion around today's work ethic is coming from the military life for you were in what, four years. Yep. So going from that where you have people who do their job because there's actual consequences if they don't mm-hmm. right to now people who in the civilian space, there's actually a lot of reasons for them not to do their job. Do you see a, like, what's, what is that like? Wait, what's the difference there between, Work ethics and
1: how people approach their daily jobs, their role in, in in the world. I've had a much better experience in my civilian job getting out with really? worth ethic worth ethic and people than uh, I mean you. <laughs> you get a lot of these kids in the military that are straight out of high school. Some didn't even finish seventeen. Yeah, um, and but I mean I don't, I don't want to shit over everybody. You get just like anywhere you get a you get everything, yeah, um, good I, and bad. I think. I'll say I
0: think it, in today's world I think we see a lot worse, like work
1: ethic. Yeah, There's and just, the more, I'm the youngest person where I work too, so a lot of I'm like. Oh, so you work with older folks? Yeah, That's not why. older, but I mean like thirties <laughs> and up. Some, yeah, some older people, but like me well, and one one other guy are in our twenties. And I think so.
0: you know the work ethic thing. It, it. I mean, this all plays back to like you got good work ethic. You're going to make more money typically. Yeah, which means you could. By ammo, by gear, it's going to, you know, you're going to work on stuff. You're going to be a productive member of your group, but also be able to provide for your family. And this is the thing that kills me. And I know, Trevor, I know you have strong thoughts on this, but now that you disagree, I'm not saying that, but you're going to have to, I know you're going to have thoughts on this is when people want to conveniently find the easiest way to blame somebody else for why they're not finding success mm-hmm. in whatever avenue of life you know, let's, let's say it's financial. It could be shooting, right? It could be shooting and you're just, you're struggling to figure out grip or, you know, break a, a time hack or something. But, you know, we live in a world today where it's really, really convenient and really easy and even encouraged, right? For people to, to blame somebody else. Well, it's not my fault. I don't have a better job. It's your fault. It's the government's fault. It's, you know, it's society's fault. Uh, you know, crime only happens because of like, and I've actually had this discussion. Crime only happens because of socioeconomic issues. And that's why anybody who's in law enforcement is a giant piece of shit. Like I'll tell you what, if that, if those words in that order came out of your mouth in a conversation to me, like you're already off my list. Like I don't, I don't want anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to associate with you. I don't want to spend time with you. I have lost almost all respect for you. If you're at the point as a fucking functioning adult where you, you can't even look yourself in the mirror and go, why am I standing here? You know, like, not not physically, but, like, metaphorically. Why do I only have $100 in the bank? Why is my car a piece of shit? Why is my house a shithole? You know what I mean? Like, there's that lack of ownership, and that's, like, a societal thing now. It's not, it used to just be, like, outliers. Now that's how everybody wants to live. They want somebody to do it for them.
2: Right? Well, because it's a lot harder to go out and make your own way and... Work and build and scrimp and save and sacrifice. Well, that's what I'm saying. To, that that to attitude, a, you know, yeah. that
0: mindset to go get what you want. And understand, you might not have it tomorrow. Right. You know.
2: Yeah, I, I, you know, people that kind of scoff at the oh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps mentality. Well, it's not really that. It's not. You're not pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, which is a you know, so, physical impossibility. <laughs> um, that's not what it is. It's it's, it's committing yourself your time, your energy to a specific goal mm-hmm. because it's where you want to go or it's where you want to be. I mean, I I didn't always want to you know, I was I was a bank teller, you know, 12 yeah. years ago, right? Part-time. And I knew that at some point I wanted to be more than that. So what did I do? I worked and I took the open overtime and I I sacrificed and gave up some of my nights and gave up some of my weekends and I shadowed and you know what? I eventually moved up to that next step and then I moved up another step and another step. And it's you know, you you go as far as you're yourself prepared to go, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I mean if you if you want more, you you know, not, not to be overly cheesy and, and quote one of the greatest movies of the eighties, but life meets nobody halfway. Like, if you want something, you, you got to go out and, and get it. Nobody's going to give it to you unless you were lucky enough to be born into an extremely wealthy family, you know? You know, nods don't buy themselves. Suppressors don't yeah. buy themselves. $200 bottle of Hooten Young whiskey with Jack Carr signature don't buy themselves. I thought
1: you were going to say
0: tax stamp. No, it was your whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> tax stamps, yeah, they don't... Well, sometimes they do if there's a promotional sale. Yeah, sometimes, on. yeah. But that's... like. We see that and then the community, like a shitly, why do you guys not have suppressors? Oh, they're expensive and the tax stamp and I don't want to wait
1: the time for it. I guarantee you if suppressors were legal, damn near everybody would have one. Yes.
2: It's for me it is not the price tag. It's, it's that ridiculous ninety to hundred and
0: eighty day waiting period. But do you know that that, that waiting period never gets any shorter yeah, if yeah, you don't start the
2: yeah. clock? The clock never gets any shorter if it, it, it never started. It, I understand.
0: It but but it's the same thing with Hey, I want a house. Yeah, I can't afford a house. Well, it never becomes any more affordable unless you start saving for it. Yeah, like true. I used to, I looked at a lot of this stuff, like as I have my rifle sitting in front of us, right? Like I, I remember saying the words, I'll never own an EOTech. That's too much money. And then I, until I did. I'll never own an IR. For those of you listening, Austin has a
2: knockoff EOTech.
0: It's not a knockoff. Wish.com.
2: And he just bought some stickers. You know,
0: I'll, I'll never own night vision because I'll never be able to afford it. Mm-hmm. And then until I did.
2: Well, it becomes reality because you worked hard for it. You committed yourself to a goal.
0: Right. And that's something like you should look for that in people. I mean, I'm not saying that you justify someone's worth based off of their... What they own. Th- what they own or their, you know, their account balance. And that's another thing though. Like the amount of people that will like post and, and people are justifying the behavior. You're a non-combatant if you don't own night vision. Like I've seen that post. I don't know how many times and people are like, Oh, super based bro. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, you're a giant, you're a waste of space. You're, you're a fucking meat shield. If you don't have night vision, that's not true, dude. Like it's not true. There's lots of like, are you less Didn't capable?
2: You throw one of those at me? Cause I've been on the fence about night Didn't vision. We get our we asses
1: t- t- kicked by a bunch of farmers and flip flops for the last 25 years. Yes. And also while yes, we quote unquote own the night, obviously I'm not arguing it nods, get nods when you can get nods. Like it's, it's no, a beautiful thing. I will but say
0: <laughs> to interrupt you for a second. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I will guilt you into making the right decision because we're friends. Guilt
2: me into making.
0: That's right. There's a difference oh. between using <laughs> it as a, as a constructive device versus literally telling someone that they are human excrement because they don't, they couldn't drop three grand. Like they may be. You know, paying that mortgage, paying for their kids' school pictures,
1: disregarding them as a whole,
0: yeah. So so you find never talking to them again.
2: So you find it purposeful to tell me that I'm going to be a liability if I don't get night vision. Yeah, but but because it's in my own best interest.
0: Yeah, the difference is it comes from a place of love. I don't believe that for a second. And if
2: Mom were here, she would smack you. (laughs)
0: She's not, but. You, 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 and then, and that's what goes back to what I was like talking about at the beginning, yeah. you know, like you're trying to, you're sitting, you're trying to build up a community. How are you going to build anybody up by tearing them down? Exactly. Instead of saying, Hey, you're a non-combatant you're a liability. Don't even mm-hmm. worry about training or learning any of this other shit because you don't have X, Y, Z gear.
2: Well, for that, I give Josh a lot of credit because I mean, like, as far as you and I are concerned, we don't know shit about shit. And one of us should probably pull up our pants. But, you know, Josh, you were in the service. You you have a lot of hands-on, practical knowledge. And you're, to to my knowledge, you haven't really been uh, too much of a, a, a jerk. You're at slumming any, it with us. Yeah, you're sitting here hanging out with us. I was seeking
1: out a
0: group.
2: It's like, which end does the bullet come out of?
1: Yeah. It is not that bad for anybody <laughs> listening. It's seriously not. <laughs> I was seeking out a group once I got out, excited. Not thinking I knew everything, but knowing I still needed to grow and... uh Meeting yeah. dudes that were separate from the military that knew things that I didn't know. And I know a couple of things, and I'm excited to teach a couple of things. Um, but originally just looking for like-minded people, um, like I'll say, guys, if you're in a group right now that's relatively new and there's already red flags um, with people's character. Just you get don't out. Really know yet, Just bounce. Get out. Um, it took me two years with the, the prior group that I trained with before moving back here and meeting you guys took me 2 years of training with them before i realized that i needed to leave make a change get out yeah what um,
0: were what were some of the reasons um just being a uh, super extremist piece of shit yeah um, but, that had that borderline militia attitude
1: gets weird when you st- when it starts going some places yeah it's i hate that the word has been completely stricken from how it started us as a country because <laughs> then it was taken by the media as like oh militia bad like if we would be considered mo- in a militia by you know plenty of people, but um, I well, love I the think, term. I think it's just I, I don't like using it anymore.
0: Well, I think when you when you look at it in in common usage today, yeah, militia refers to like rednecks hiding
1: in the hills, covered yeah. in camouflage. The Michigan militia is one of the most renowned renowned in the in the country. Is it really? Everybody that follows militia, or if you just Google militia on YouTube or search on YouTube, like. Michigan, Southeast Michigan Militia, that's – I mean, Timothy McVeigh attended a few meetings, and that's sort of what started the whole negative the, militia movement. Yeah, that's, was, yeah, that's probably uh, not the best-selling point. <laughs> no, yeah. So he that that's sort of uh, – I mean, the Michigan Militia was very big and growing in the 90s, and then Ruby Ridge, Ruby Ridge Waco, yep. and then uh, yep. McVeigh attended a couple meetings there, and they were kind of freaked out by him, some of those red flags that we were talking about. And then uh, they asked mm-hmm. him not to come back, and then he did what he did. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a kid, I just loved the idea of, I think I talked about this the first episode I did with you, have it, being a capable citizen. I was talking to this with my brother yesterday too, like having all of your kit gear ready to go at a moment's notice is so cool to me. Think of the scene yeah. in the Patriot where he's running into the burning house to grab all of his gear, like oh, the
0: tomahawk and the, yeah. the flintlock See, pistol. I just, that shit just
1: makes me, bro.
2: The tomahawk has a place in the kit.
1: Yeah, if you know how to use it. Do you? I'm
0: working
2: on it.
1: Lies. There's an axe-throwing place in Port Huron that's going to open here. See? Eventually. We're going to Perfect. go train. You're going to be able to drink and throw axes at the wall. Because what could training. go wrong? <laughs> we'll see how long it's open for. Yeah. No,
0: I mean, that's actually a fairly popular thing. But, yeah, I mean, like, the militia attitude. I mean, like, we just don't call it that now. We call it, well, like, modern-day Minutemen. Yeah. We call it the prepared civilians or you know, dirty civilians or I, mean, I, wh- I prefer whatever. the
2: modern-day Minutemen. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. It has more of like a a patriotic. There's uh, history there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, um, I think
0: it's it's one of those things that needs to be like it needs to be embraced. Like the media, aside from the whole gun thing, like the just like the all out assault on. Like I hate I hate the phrase toxic masculinity because I feel like it's 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 morphed to the point of like masculinity in general is toxic, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't do those just things. Be a woman
2: so unpopular take here i'm actually a big fan of this whole toxic masculinity movement because as a masculine dude who is single mm-hmm. it makes the opportunities for scoring that much higher. The
1: competition isn't that bad right that's
2: now.
0: what i'm saying <laughs> well, yeah. i mean that okay so that aside yeah we need masculinity we do like, it's sorely missed in today's if world if you look at just Like I was saying earlier, right? The, the, the nuclear family or the, Mm -hmm. at least the two parent family model, like that masculine figure, if you look at communities where we have high rates of crime, it's usually because of a lot of single mothers that are not there to raise children. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, if you look at, look at the workforce again, right? How many people are going into the trades? Very few. It's We're not getting that second wave, that, that next generation of plumbers, of oh, carpenters, and all those, of electricians. And all those guys are
1: retiring or dying now. Yeah, yeah well, welders click make on a ton that.
0: of money. It, it's not glamorous, but they good welders make like $40 an hour. Yeah. You can do your own pin and welds. Well, okay, yeah, you could, yeah, you can pin and weld your friend's fucking muzzle devices for him.
2: <laughs> well, I'll double-click on that masculinity thing for a second. Like, it goes to, you know, child-rearing just a little bit, you know, as opposed to, oh, no, you don't do that, you know, versus that sort of thing. Let me ask you something, Austin. Dad ever lay hands on you when you were a kid?
0: <laughs> nope, absolutely not. I'll always use his belt. Absolutely, that's <clears throat> right. And as a result,
2: you, me, and those two miscreants we call brothers suffer from, uh, what is the technical term? Oh, respect for others.
0: Yeah. yeah, no. I mean, he did when I was older. He definitely did put hands on me when I was when
1: I was older. Post dramatic but... respect for others. Yes.
0: <laughs> I
2: remember we were walking through. What was it? I, I want to say it was like Sam's Club or something. And some kid was like screaming at his mom about like he wanted a toy or something like that. And I just I remember looking at Dad, and he like gave us this look like you don't act like that. I'm like, dude, I don't do shit. I ain't about to do shit. I'm gonna stay I'm in my lane. Freed. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I don't want to say you should like beat your children. You know, discipline
2: but, a little bit of physical. Well, and, but, and that's the thing is,
0: people just look at any kind of physical discipline, right? Spanking your kid. Oh, that's abuse. No, it's not. It, it it really it really is, and the TV show Southland uh, featured like a, an episode where they did like a welfare check on a child who called the cops because his mom spanked him over a bad report card, and the cop like ripped the kid a new ass,
1: like oh, good.
0: Um, and it, it, like I just remember feel like okay, this is this is cool
1: because in Hollywood you don't see that. No. You know, you a really kid don't be verbally spanked over the phone by the cop.
0: <laughs> well, it, you know, like we don't. That's I think that's why we have such a problem. People being like with kids today being like shit bags. Like there's no negative reinforcement on anything. You don't spank them. You don't. You can't yell at them. You have to use the right pronoun when you're and and that it. I think it directly kind of correlates to when we started seeing these issues with like work ethic because yeah. they give up so easily if conditions aren't optimal. Yeah, for for what they deem to be. So, you know what, they need to be successful.
2: Do you, you remember a couple of years back we went to go see Christopher Titus? Yeah. For those of you maybe, maybe not familiar, Christopher Titus is a stand up comedian. And uh, at this time, I don't think Austin, were you engaged? Or, I was engaged. You, were engaged. Yeah. you weren't married yet. Yeah. Um, and uh, Christopher Titus, he's on stage and he's talking about life and he's talking about kids. And he's like, oh, let, let me just say something here because everybody says, oh my God, you've got three, four kids. You know, that must be horrible. You know, it's so difficult. It's got to be really, really hard. No. Raising kids ain't hard. I'll tell you the secret to, to raising kids. Don't raise douchebags. And the rest will take care of itself. You know, they're going to fall. They're going to get hurt. Maybe you end up at the hospital here or there. But as long as you don't raise a douchebag, everything else will work itself out.
0: Well, it's and it's weird because, like, you know, you and I are we're getting close to our mid thirties, but for a I'll while there when we like that. when we got into the workforce, we were the younger we were young the youngest people in our respective yeah. areas because we just were like we got in young and worked hard to get where we were at and continue to work hard, obviously. But then people like I, I got the comment all the time, like, Oh, you know, how come my kid can't turn out like you? You know, like, and I remember, cause I would like go to my boss, like, yeah, my parents give me a hard time for this or this. And I would get comments like, I wish my kid would do that. You know, just like you're, I mean, this particular boss her her son would like come in and yell at her and ask her to like do bank transfers for him and stuff because he wouldn't just do his own online banking, um, stuff like that. Back when I worked in, in a bank branch and it's like, I don't yell at my parents for anything. It's like, just a common respect thing. Like, I disagree with them. Like I just silently walk away.
2: There's an asterisk to that statement, but yeah, for the most part, I, yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever really you one should. time I raised my voice with the old man and that was when he put Dodger to sleep and he didn't tell anybody cause he was trying to like, you know, yeah, make it lessen the the incognito you know,
0: are you, are you taking notes, Josh, for when you have to, when you have to put boots to ask for your offspring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you, you do it this way. Your your child will turn out to be a fine, upstanding citizen. Hey, like um, I'll make Pro sure tip. to take
1: notes when I listen to this recording. Yeah, Let's in like ten back. years, when it, yeah. when it's actually applicable, I'll make him listen to it. How about that.
2: Pro hey. tip: Just um, don't drop them. I've heard yeah. that that's bad.
1: Oh uh, My wife already dropped him early. On. Oh! wife's fault. Got it. Yeah. He's like smiles at everything now. <clears throat> it's not a person. I think that's why. Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah. no yeah. well, maybe.
1: But at <laughs> least it's happy. You know,
0: that's what matters. Yeah. Ask ask the media. As long as you're happy, you live your truth. Or exactly whatever, you know, I just, I, I, I feel like, you know, this should be the community that has all of these things figured out. Right. Like, and I think some people or a lot of people do. I just, I cannot, I, I seriously cannot get past the, I don't, it's difficult. You know, it's difficult without just like throwing everyone's like shit out in the middle of the street and being like, he's the one, he's the guy that, you know, and I'm not going to do That's that. That's the bad
2: man who hurt me. Right. <laughs>
0: right right but i mean get to know the people that you're i mean cuz so ideally or not not ideally i guess but ultimately we're training for we're preparing for we're training for we're working towards these like end of times type scenarios where it may be a life or death situation and we always very conveniently make the argument about buying good gear like you wouldn't buy cheap gear cuz it could fail you at a moment which could cost you or somebody else their life, but we never have that discussion in the context of the people you surround yourself with. Hey, don't hang out with that cheap friend because he could fucking cut and run mm-hmm. and leave you out to dry, or that dude kill you and take your support
2: shit. and he's running Tula. Well, I mean that's not a real friend.
0: Well, hey, ammo's ammo. Just uh, expensive. Plus, you...
1: I've actually heard some people
0: have some decent luck with Tula.
1: I've shot a fair amount. It's yeah, just I, under pressured, so I mean, it's a good way. I use it to gauge if there's a new build, how the gassing is, looking at an ejection and whatever. Yeah. I know my precision, quote unquote, precision gun. My my general purpose gun does not like steel, and I'm okay with that because it shoots Everything full power. Else just five fine. five six, really nice. Yeah, and eventually it'll have a suppressor on it, so Even it'll probably when you run. You don't mean to shoot full
2: power five five six.
1: Yeah. Um, circling back to what you were just saying, though. Do you do you trust that person? To protect your family if you're not around. No, that's a good. Li- that's a good litmus test to check on your. Like I live 35 minutes away. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get before it was my brother-in-law lives about 15 minutes from my house. Yeah, and my wife heard something. It sounded like somebody was tapping, like somebody rang our doorbell, and when she went to look over the people or whatever, there was no one there, and then she heard somebody like tapping on the back door into the basement. Um that's like that's some movie shit, yeah, and then uh she she thought she might have heard sounds coming from downstairs, but like wasn't sure like obviously if it was yeah, for a certain real scenario, I'd be like, go upstairs and call nine one one why are you talking to me but um mm-hmm. just like a h- like a cushion of peace of mind um called my brother in law and he came over and checked it was fine, um we got security systems installed right after that. It was something that I was procrastinating and I was yeah. beating myself up for in that moment. I was like, I'm so fucking stupid. Like, why did I wait this long? It'd be so yeah. easy to just see, Hey, yeah, there was somebody tapping on the door in the back or no, yeah. it was just a squirrel, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I've done it for a, for a friend, yeah. you know, Hey, I'm not home. I'm in 45 minutes away. Yep. There's a couple of guys in a car hanging out in front of the house. Yep. Um, you know, my, my girlfriend's home alone. Yep. They've been there for upwards of two hours sitting there hanging out and she's really freaking out whether it's warrant the freaking out is warranted or not mm-hmm. she's upset can you go over there and check out what's going on yeah yeah fine so in that instance i was that person that somebody looked to and counted on now yeah. in this same if the scenario were reversed is this individual somebody i would call to check on my wife fuck no yeah but i was What with
2: his saturday night special and his patent leather holster yeah no
0: definitely <laughs> not um
1: it's better than nothing
0: it is it? it's a <laughs> it is a Jennings bryco uh 380 does
1: not Sheesh. not better than nothing. Yeah. It's a trash gun. Yeah, it's a gun.
0: I'd put it up there with yeah, a, If anybody, a high point.
1: Yeah, I guarantee you. Anyways, um shout out to Randy the Bushwookie since we uh started this group this year, Randy is 2 minutes from my house. So he's your uh, new uh, he's my new uh, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm going to have start? to
0: double back on something. The Bushwookie? Oh, he's got the the ghillie suit. Yeah. Oh, that's God. a video that, game oh, term for okay. for ghillie suits. Yeah. Anyway.
2: I was like is that a reference to his beard? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That too. No, that's
0: but
1: so he's, he's your uh yeah, obviously first phone call now. Yeah. Indiana. I actually had he came and checked on my house while my wife and ba- and son <clears throat> weren't home and then I was at work. Um I was getting my camera had died. Um and my doorbell sensor kept going off. I think it was like just people walking by on the sidewalk or something. Maybe there was they were close enough that it was setting it off. But I was like, "Hey, bro." Because he was working at home at the time. It's like, mm-hmm. you mind just driving by my house and making sure that there's nobody, like, trying yeah. to get in my house, you know? Everything's he, cool. Immediately, on my way. Like, he dropped what he was doing um, and went and checked. So, like, we've been going out, uh, just the two of us, uh, to state land and whatnot enough now. Like, yeah, he's the guy I'm calling. I kind of honestly should give his phone number to my wife as, like, uh, if anything happens, yeah. this is who you call. Because my brother-in-law, like, I'd love... To have him respond as a family member, but he's just farther he's away. He's further away. Yeah, it's just the way it is. So,
2: Who are you calling in the event of an emergency, Austin?
0: I mean,
1: probably you. You
0: live, I That's would say, all I wanted to hear. in optimal traffic, you probably live less than a minute away.
2: In suboptimal traffic, two minutes?
0: Yeah, I mean, like,
1: not... I and mean, I could
2: run to your house in under 10.
1: Yeah, That's what I thought, too, because my parents are five blocks from me. I was like, would it be faster for me to grab my stuff, put it in the car, drive over there, or just... to? have what i got and just sprint my ass off over to their house you know right
0: well so it's a good it's a good depending on the problem scenario, to obviously. have you know when yeah. you're like well they're so close which is my fastest yeah. route you know and and yeah. actually have a reasonable discussion on all of your options
2: you know because well, i mean if, if stuff does truly hit the fan if the the boogaloo is what people are calling it, if that actually were to happen i know people talk about like bugging in and i mean you've said like oh people ain't coming to my house I feel like 100. I I could come here,
0: but that's that's different because that's we're, like,
2: we're family. We train together. I have meaningful supplies. To it has more to do like,
0: with the fact that we train together and less to do with the fact that we're family. Fair. I'm just, and and it's not that it would turn you away. I, <laughs> I was mean, you say, are damn. family, <laughs> yeah. but like it, it it has more to do with the fact that we train together, and I know. There's some additional amount of capability that's coming in the door with you, like where I would obviously let our parents in, understanding that my mom
2: liability. is
0: an utter and complete liability for a lot of reasons.
2: She runs out of tobacco. She <laughs> instantly becomes the wild card in any situation.
0: Yeah, no, I I mean, it's even dad, you know, he's getting older and stuff. Like sure. I, at that point, you know, you just you look at things a different way.
1: Yeah, so, yeah know, absolutely. Everybody has something they can offer, though. No, I mean, you know for I mean? sure. Like, d- does your mom have night vision? You just don't even let her in my mom disregard yeah I she doesn't have an no, idea. yeah so she, she runs the person months. at that point yeah, for sure you're you're dead no she could the military i mean the majority of the military is nothing it's not combat cool. oriented yeah, it's not combat oriented it's all support what does the navy do that's cool they get everybody the places. seals like, <laughs> and the corpsmen are pretty cool you know the marine corps needs medics they let you use their boats the boats are neat i would lose my mind on a boat personally yeah hot but, bunking it with somebody um, for as, as a regular job and uh, just being a young kid in the military, the Navy's probably, if you're not doing combat-related stuff, the Navy's probably the best branch to go to because you're just partying at every port you go to all around the world. Allegedly. I'm yeah. sure it's probably
0: not that glamorous. I'm sure it's
1: not glamorous all the time, but, like, all my Navy, like, people in the Navy that I've known have been to so many different places. Mm-hmm. I was in the Army for four years. I went to California in the desert. and uh, That's cool. I was in eastern Washington in the desert. In the desert, yeah, and then was that you didn't go anywhere fun? Georgia in the swamp. No, oh, so no. But got yeah, it. no. My my unit went to Korea right after I got out, um, which I would have been cool to go when I, like as a private. But I mean, I just had my son. Yeah, I, was like, I mean, I'm not about to go to Korea. <laughs> and that's
0: again, that goes back to what we're talking about like priorities. Like I have yeah. a kid now. Uh, I have a family. Like my considerations are drastically. It was time to, was time to come home. Yeah, and I'm glad I did. Yeah. I got a kid. Like I got
2: a girlfriend. I got a wife on short. the side. Like, I need to make the right decision here.
0: Good God, dude! What? Just straighten <laughs> the fuck up, God! <laughs> but I mean, so I'm okay. So I, I think you guys understand though what I'm, what we're trying to get at. Like, it's just be aware of the caliber of human you're dealing with, and that doesn't have to, It doesn't even. I want to be clear. It doesn't have to start and stop with the people you train with, the people you associate with closely. Whether, especially now today, where everyone has a in a lot of instances, a stronger digital presence than they do a physical one. That shit goes, it reaches so much further. So if you're associated with people that are doing immoral shit, they're acting like assholes. They're doing those things that you would normally hear of other people doing and go, oh my gosh, I wouldn't, you know, like if your mother would be appalled by it, maybe that's an indicator. Mm -hmm. Maybe not because my mom's not like a huge gun person, but from a behavioral standpoint, and a character standpoint, think about those things and, and then maybe recalculate. Mm -hmm. Are these the people I want to be dedicating my time, my energy? Because you are, you're bringing something to that discussion as well. You're bringing something to that group as well. Your input and your interactions, right? They carry a value. So that needs to be gauged and referenced. And I mean, like you were saying, Josh, like at some point you just make the decision, like, This isn't good for me anymore. And whether that's three days in or three years in, you know, it could be for a lot of reasons, but it doesn't only have to be training related. Hey, these guys are huge assholes and white supremacists. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just guessing here. Right. Or, you know, they, they sell drugs on the side to pay for night vision. You know, uh, we, we need to stop ripping on people doing stuff for night
1: vision. You should totally have it. But (laughs) yeah, we sound like we're anti night vision. Yeah. yeah, If the,
2: if
0: the ends justify the means I'll sell an eight ball. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> absolutely not absolutely the fuck not um, you, you say that and you're laughing i know you would never you would never sell narcotics for that you don't know me i would say if anybody in this world knows you it's
1: me We um, shared a womb your words you you hear it all the time uh i think i don't want to throw names out but some like spepl- special after wow i can't talk special operations guys in interviews have said like during the selection process it's not just who's the strongest and who's who's not going to quit mm-hmm. um there's personality traits and written tests i know green brays go through questionnaires um well yeah because they're they're just their their operational role is so different yeah. yeah i was just saying i brought them up just personally because those are some i know people that have been through it and passed and been denied um this dude has was way stronger performed better super fit very knowledgeable the other dude Was a really good guy, not as strong. Mm -hmm. Um, They chose the the better guy because we can make you stronger. We can train you to do your job. They want we can't make you a better person. We can't really make yeah exactly. Um, And obviously, people slip through the cracks. You'll hear um, guys say that you know, just like anywhere else, you'll find people they don't you know. You'll find people good and bad everywhere. But yeah, um, I think that has a bit that says a lot about you know one of the most professional organizations in the world. And they're yeah, still looking at, are you a, are you a turd or <laughs> are you a good person? Yeah. Before we look at how many pushups and how fast you can run. We can make you stronger.
0: You can get a better job and buy better gear or, you know, or just buy better gear. You can spend more time. Like those are, those are like tangible things that, mm-hmm. that outside influences can directly, you know, improve or impact. You're not
2: issued a moral compass. In exactly. We can't, I can't make you.
0: We can't you... change the way that you are brought up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, or even it doesn't have to be the way you're brought up. It could be just your your personal integrity. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people get raised with shit parents, and they try to be good people. Yeah, you for know, sure. um, for whatever variety of reasons and and life experiences, you know. So, um, you know, and that's that's really what we're trying to say. You know, so guys, I, I hope that this resonates with you because it is. As we see more and more focus, you know, I know the guys at Dirty Civilian doing their thing, and it's been a long standing question, like, how do I build my group? How do I get what you guys have or whatever? It doesn't have to be exactly what, what somebody else has, but it should be on some level, the quality of what they have. Um, you know, and, and I think people blow that by the wayside because, oh, this person has the gear that I want them to have this person, you know, oh, oh, they can, they can score me free shit because, you know, they know this person that owns this company because or a podcast. I don't think so. Oh, it, it could be a podcast. I don't know, but I don't get a bunch of free shit. So I don't know why you guys are hanging out with me. So well, your wife's making dinner right now, right? Yeah. Oh, well, it could be, yeah, it could be free food. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, but, but in all seriousness, right, you want to hang out with people that are going to enrich the quality of what you're doing, whether it's training, it should be training and life, you yeah. know, get together outside the range, bring the families together be like Josh was saying, right? That person that your wife can call and not to d- mean anybody's wife, but I mean like, Hey, if she's scared, like cool. If she can't take care of shit, you know, or if she just needs some backup, that no harm, no foul, you know, those are the kinds of people yeah, you want to work with. on your own. It's kind of a bear. It can be. Yeah, definitely. So I hope, I hope this, I hope this resonates with you guys, you know, listening to this and, um, I really do hope that it leads you to reconsider some things with the people that you associate with, um, that you aspire to be like, Um uh, maybe just you know, do a little bit deeper dive and get to know people and make that decision for yourself. And, you know, be, have integrity, you know, be a good person yourself, cut those ties. It might be painful. It might
1: suck. It may not be popular, but the popular thing's not always right either. Use it as a motivator to train harder, knowing that there's yeah turds out there that are not great people but are also training like you are. Yeah. Try, to try to use that as a motivator to be better.
0: Yeah. No, I hundred and
1: in all of your ability.
0: If they can do it, you can do it. Yeah. So again, I hope you guys found value in this. Uh appreciate you guys checking this out. We got, you know, more stuff coming up in the next several weeks here as we're jumping into the full swing of summer. Finally. Lots of stuff planned. Really, really excited for it. Um But that's all we got for you guys this week. Until next time, you guys get out there, hit the range, work hard, train smarter, and be prepared.